Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. I want to talk to you in this podcast about a very unusual topic, and it is the topic of news stories that circulate on the internet that Christians buy into, uh, become troubled by, and end up looking like fools as a result. Um, There are, of course, many, many internet rumors that float around, but Christians seem to be particularly susceptible to them. And perhaps it's because we are disillusioned with what's going on in our society. Uh, Perhaps it's because we like sermons and teachings that uh, sort of list, you know, things that are uh, going to hell in our current world. And somehow this is proof of um, maybe the soon coming of Jesus or uh, the purity of the church or how we should be apart from the world. Uh, who knows what case is being made, but there seems to be a need uh, for us to believe these uh, rather unusual things that circulate on the internet. And the problem is that it normally, uh, these things normally take root in the church and the Christian church, especially in America, as a result of lack of knowledge, lack of teaching, lack of training uh, that, of course, should have been taking place in the church. Uh, why am I talking about this? Well, because I want us to be uh, wiser and more sophisticated. I want us to look far less stupid in front of the world. Uh, and, and I also uh, want us to be less troubled less distracted, and get on with the more important things of of our faith. Uh, There uh, was a story, there is now a story circulating on the internet about how the Pope has rewritten the Ten Commandments. And um, I suddenly was uh, involved in this (laughs) without me intending to, and uh, have been sort of lambasted by some people, uh, because I have written a book about the Pope, uh, not this Pope, uh, but uh, Benedict, and uh, I said kind things about him. I've got Catholic friends. I work on pro-life issues with Catholic friends, even though I'm a Protestant. Uh, obviously, I have my disagreements with the Catholic Church, but um, I do believe there are good, great Christian believers in the Catholic Church, and I do. I am very grateful. In fact, I was actually kept alive as a as a newborn. Um, by the Roman Catholic stand for life. So I celebrate all of that about the Roman Catholic Church while still being a Protestant and not able to endorse all Catholic doctrines. Um, So as a result of that stand, that sort of balanced, moderate stand, um, and a result of the book that I wrote about the Pope, uh, when the current Pope said, supposedly said something that indicated that he was uh, revising the Ten Commandments, somehow I ended up being lamasted in articles as a, a guy who had encouraged the Pope in this direction. Well, the fact is that the Pope is not revising the Ten Commandments. He was supposed to have said uh, something about this in a July 6th sermon in Ecuador. You can look at the entire text online. He did not mention the Ten Commandments. Uh, This Pope plays around a lot. He may have given, you know, 10 prescriptions for happy living. Who knows when he was talking to a group of youth or something. Um, But the things that are on the Internet about it are absolutely absurd. For example, he said something about selfies being sin, supposedly. Well, of course, he didn't say that. Uh, People who think he said that uh, often mention that he 
uh, used the Kardashians as, as his primary example. I mean, this is silliness. The Pope said nothing about selfies being sin, and he may not even know who the Kardashians are. He hasn't watched TV since 1990. So uh, this whole thing is silly. I can certainly let go of any accusations against me, and that's not why I'm doing this podcast. But people are very stirred up by believing um, that the Pope has revised the Ten Commandments. How silly. This Pope is a theological conservative. Um, He embraces the Ten Commandments. What it does, though, is it exposes our ignorance about some things. There are two lists of what we would call the Ten Commandments or the commandments in the Scriptures. Um, The Scriptures themselves do not call them the Ten Commandments. Um, And depending on which list you're looking at in the Old Testament and how you translate the words, um, there can be 10, there can be 12 commandments. It's a little bit murky there. But God never came down and said, here are the Ten Commandments. He came down and said, here's my law. And we called it the Ten Commandments. So again, how you translate the actual Hebrew words and uh, how, which, which list of the two you're looking at in the Old Testament determines how you're, what you're going to come up with. And, you know, even, even great uh, Protestants like Martin Luther, uh, you know, didn't, didn't write the commandments down, didn't include them in his Bible uh, the way we often think of them today. Fine. Christians can see these things slightly differently. Um, but, the, but many, many people are stirred up. Uh, about this issue of the Pope rewriting the Ten Commandments and its complete falsehood. Um, and and it reminds me of something that I've kind of been lambasted for before. And believe me, I'm not being defensive. I'm trying to uh, help us come to another level of understanding about some things. Um, I tend to use the New International Version when I speak. Um, I use a variety of of, uh, Bibles for my own personal devotions, and I read Greek well enough to read the New Testament in the original language. Um, And I'm not as good in Hebrew, but, but I tend to use... Um, some 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 aids in reading the Hebrew or in um, uh, at least doing comparisons with the original Hebrew manuscripts, and um, the, the the point that I'm making is because I use the NIV, uh, the NIV was printed. Um, and translated in such a way that sometimes the numbers of the verses don't work out quite right. And um, the longer language, uh, the longer translation of the King James Version uh, and the other versions, the Bishop's Bible and so on, uh, that accommodated the numbering system of the verses uh, doesn't quite fit. So you actually will have chapters in the NIV uh, where there's sort of an extra number at the end of the chapter, an extra verse number. And they didn't need it, so to speak, because the translation was tight. Um, the previous sentence captured everything that two sentences had said in King James and uh, perhaps the Bishop's Bible. And as a result, it looks like they just cut something from the Bible. I cannot tell you how many times I've been speaking somewhere and someone's come up and said, you know, why do you use a Bible that, you know, cut, cut out whole portions of God's word? Well, of course it didn't. And the fact that we, we, we think that, uh, you know, the trans- the, the, these things aren't translated and it's the English only that we're dealing with just, again, shows our ignorance. Now, my point's not to pick on uh, ignorance amongst Christians. That could go on forever. We have lots of ignorance. The bigger issue is uh, why do we, why are we so susceptible to these rumors? Why are we so sensitive to bad news? Uh, why do we seem to need scandal and need uproar and need outrage and uh, therefore buy into these, um, you know, internet rumors that float around? 
you know, I, I think it has a lot to do with the fact um, that that m- many Christians believe that the world must get worse and worse uh, before Jesus comes back. So I know Christians who actually were excited about the recent Supreme Court ruling uh, legalizing gay marriage because they said that's just going to hasten the Lord's coming. Well, whatever your theology is of the end times, we Christians are not meant to be those who celebrate negative trends in the society, who believe bad things about people instantly, uh, who trade and deal in bad news, in negative descriptions, in character assassinations, in outrage and scandal and disaster. We are not Playboy. We are not the National Enquirer. We are not People Magazine. Uh, we are meant to be people, according to the book of Philippians, who think noble thoughts, who think about good and pure and holy and righteous things. And um, we are uh, really not giving evidence of that in, in our current society. Um, uh, there are many, many examples that I could point to, but the, but the main point that I want to make is please be careful about what you believe. Uh, the, the funny thing about this situation with the Pope uh, is that if the Pope had gotten up at a major international speech uh, and made a statement saying he was revising the Ten Commandments, it would not have been the small and rather pitifully written blogs um, that announced this <laughs> that would have alone captured it. It would have been headline news. It would have been on every major website. It would have been radical. But no, we believe something that comes from uh, people who can barely write uh, people who obviously have a hard time thinking and people who are just looking for someone to slap around. Um, it's, it, is a, it is a pathetic commentary on the cause of Christ. It's a pathetic commentary on the state of the church. And I urge you to be careful. Don't be quick to believe the negative. Don't be quick to believe the wrong. Don't be quick to believe uh, the most outlandish and scandalous things. Um, yes, there's much evil and much sin in the world, and there's much that should grieve us. But we don't need to add to that, and we don't need to pour kerosene on on tiny little campfires of people uh, who are just trading in insult and trading in assault. Um, we are meant to be the good news in the world, and we can't do that if what we're proclaiming um, is nothing more than a rehashing of the bad news that is sometimes not even true. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on CNN, Fox, and the Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and The Miracle of the Kurds. You can learn more about Stephen at stephenmansfield.tv and greatman.us and connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell, who also wrote, performed, and produced the Rockin' Podcast theme song. Be sure to rate the Stephen Mansfield Podcast in the iTunes Store. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production.